Hi, Max. I wanted to share something with you. I wanted to tell you how grateful I am and how you've embraced your sobriety since day one. I'm grateful for how you changed your life. I'm grateful for the love you have for me. I'm grateful for you. Love, Mom. If your loved one is still struggling with addiction, you might not feel like you'll ever get to grateful. But we can show you how. At Karen, we've helped families overcome addiction for 70 years. So if your loved one is ready for something different, visit caron.org slash lost. Everybody in your crew identifies as either Big Mac Burger, McNuggets, or McCrispy Sandwich. But you're the filet fish Sandwich all day. That crispy fish, that savory tartar sauce, that melty cheese, that pillowy bun. Yeah, you get it. Every time. And if you love the filet of fish right now you can catch two of the classics you love for just $6. Limited time only. Price and participation may vary. Cannot be combined with any other offer. Single item at regular price. Ba-da-ba-ba-ba. I have I have a more annoying song, at least for me. This won't be annoying to you guys, maybe. I got a country song stuck in my head, y'all. Yes! I think I might know what it I is. I think I might know what it is, too. It's not. <laughs> when I taste tequila, baby, I still see you cutting up the floor in a sorority t-shirt. The same one you wore when we were sky high in Colorado. Your lips pressed against the bottle, swearing uh. on a Bible, baby, I'd never leave you. I remember how bad I'd need you when I taste tequila. Because I was watching the ACMs, and also I I wonder how many people out there think of me when they taste tequila. My name is Jackie Zabrowski. Welcome to page seven. My name is Molly Neffel. And my name is Holden McNeely, and I have a song to sing, okay? What's your Ooh. song to sing? Tell me something, boy. Oh. Okay, I don't want to spoil anything. I saw that movie. I know it's been out for a while, so spoilers, whatever. I'm just gonna go ahead and say uh, I it was supposed to be. I thought it was gonna be a casual date night movie. We made a nice dinner. Did not realize they would go so hard in the paint. They go ham. They oh, go yeah, ham. Dude. They do. Did not realize they would go so hard. Where have you in been? The I don't. I thought it was just one of those movies where, like, oh, you know, I thought it was Eight Mile. You know, like, you know, <laughs> she, she <laughs> he shows up at the end and she's like, oh, you know what I mean? Did Wait, was it Eight Mile also upsetting? I don't was remember. Was it very, very I never him. saw. Yeah. I never saw Eight Mile. Uh, did you guys see that Connor Oberst and Phoebe Bridges covered Shallow? Was it good? It was very good. I went from being like, somebody was like, I kind of really like Shallow, but I don't feel like I should totally embrace it uh-huh. that, and admit oh. that I like it kind of moves me. Right. And even Brace, I like Lady girl. Gaga, I got no problem with her, but there's just, I'm holding back a little bit on yeah. Shallow. And then when Connor O'Burst did it, I was like, I'm off the deep <laughs> <laughs> It was like, it was perfect. Oh my God. Um. Uh. Falling so hard in the paint. I was like, whoa. Dude, we were did devastated. You see- <laughs> uh, that Lizzo also sang a version of the song on her Instagram what? as well. Yeah, she was. She wrote in the Instagram caption like, "I'm so nervous. I just learned this song. I'm very nervous because Gaga kills this song, and she killed it. Of course, I nice. love Lizzo so much. She's so good. Lizzo or Gaga, you have to execute one of them. Ec- why execute? You have to. You have to. <laughs> I, thought, shoot. I wasn't expecting you to say that yes. at all. Yes, Lizzie Gaga, you have to shoot one of them through the eyeball. I thought oh. you were going to say, which one are you going to choose as no. your favorite? No, I mean Gaga. I have to go Gaga. You're going to execute. You're going to put a I'm gun ex- and yeah, just I, blast I guess, Gaga. If you have to, if I have to. 
You have to. You're crying. There's a whole room full of weird rich men <laughs> around you watching. No, I don't, want, I don't it's like It's like the this end situation. of uh, Requiem for a Dream, but instead of acid acid, it's you blowing one of those popsicles' <laughs> no. brains out. Uh, Why? Who do you pops- choose? Uh, Michael Jackson, dude. Well, that's not, that wasn't one of the options. There's a secret door. There's a secret door, and they're like, he didn't actually die. They open it up, and I'm like, definitely him. Yeah, that that one is not (laughs) a hard one. (laughs) Um, I would probably execute Lizzo. I'm a little bit more of a goggy. Really? Oh, but Lizzo's just doing so much right now. She's doing so good, but Gaga really, you know what I mean? She's a fucking artist, you know what I mean? I do like Lady Gaga. That's the thing. I don't. Like when Bradley Cooper and her sang together, I was like, like at the whatever it was, was that the Oscars, the Oscars that they sang yeah. together? Yeah, I was like, you're corny, Bradley Cooper. You're corny, and everyone I was with How was like, this you. sucks, and I was like, I don't think it totally sucks. <laughs> I, think <laughs> I think it's sucks. great. I think you're allowed wife. to embrace your opinions, Molly. <laughs> I think he's clearly emotionally cheating on his wife in that moment, but you know what I mean. Yeah, it's there was acting, a lot of... and that's oh, what please. acting is. Oh come on, those aren't. Those fuck guys aren't acting. I don't okay? know. He was giving her such. You want hard fuck guys? Fuck I can give you fuck guys right now. Ooga, ooga. <laughs> this is the. You know, I've always sometimes wished, like when I was in, I've never been a good singer. I know I've always wanted to be, but when I was in high school, I was, I like was really into music and I was really into comedy, and I kind of like chose the comedy path because I was <laughs> hilariously, I was like, well, that'll probably make me happier <laughs> because yeah. comedy is all about laughter, and you know, little did I know uh, that comedians are not always constantly none happy people yeah but, none of oh, them no, no, are no. happy uh but <laughs> i i've always wanted to be a good singer and i've always wondered what it would be like i love the feeling of collaborating with people you know it makes you you bond and like doing comedy with people you really really bond but i've always wondered what it would be like to sing with someone because you must bond in a different way looking at each other's eyes and singing and achieving this wonderful miraculous magic of music together and so maybe you can do that and you don't want to fuck, but also maybe you do that and you do want to fuck. I sing with fuck. Henry all the time. Uh-huh. Yeah, but you sing like you sing like Master of the House. It's not the same <laughs> thing. That's a very sexual song. You don't look at each other's eyes like, Master of the House. Mm-hmm. You know, it's not like singing Shallow with Bradley Cooper on stage at a piano, looking into each other's eyes, and then just getting closer and closer and closer. You're right. right. It is a little gross. I have a song that I sing in in um, the band I'm in with Carly, my friend, and it's a so- it's a slow song about a one night stand, and it's uncomfortable. You know what I mean? Yeah. You got to channel. You got to channel an emotional place. It's. I mean, acting. I guess is a similar thing. I obviously. guess, but it's my buddy Carly, and you know, we're not we're not fuckers in the night. Why you don't yeah. want to make kiss? Oh. <laughs> oh <my God. laughs> You're a married man. You two I'm, marrieds over there. Oh, domestic life. We put, we we did our first. Uh, giant domestic step together. We we put up a shelving unit. Ooh, how you doing? You should buy a dog. I, we will. We I Lexi would love that. You gotta um, first see if you can survive putting up a shelving unit. Together. We made it, but it was kind of funny. Like it was a lot of Lexi kind of watching me do it because it's one of those things you can't really like. You can help, but it's not like you can do it at the same time. Are you trying really? to say that putting up a shelf is a man's job? Uh, is that 100%. what you're saying? A hundred percent. My my name is Holden McNeely, and I don't think women can put shelves up. <laughs> I think that's the fundamental. Clip- 
difference between genders. Clip any, it, Mary. Any other piece of any other piece of uh, furniture you can put it together. <laughs> Shelving the one thing only a man with a penis <laughs> could do. Uh, and it points. At points, it was like, I hate finding studs. That's what I don't like. Yeah, I, I don't get it. it. I don't understand. Oh, I can is find it? them. I just open up my legs and go, whoop, there it is. All right. <laughs> there were points when I was putting up this shelving unit, and I would just stop and just go, I hate this. I hate it. I hate this thing. Yeah. This thing sucks. Yes. And, and poor Lexi just stares at me. She just lets me let it all out. She's like, I know, honey. I know. I'm just like. Okay, and okay. just go back to work and on it. Keep going. <laughs> yeah, I, I putting up shelves honestly is like my most dreaded home task because of the damn studs. Right. I don't know what my walls are made of. Right. I don't know how many anchors I need. It feels like a like a comp. I'm like that the meme of the person doing all the math. Like, right. I, I don't know how to make, and it's so high stakes. If I'm gonna put all my vinegars on this thing, I got to make sure it's in there. And I, <laughs> I fucking hate putting. Do you have a lot of vinegars? You know, I got five or six. Really, Whoa, that's a lot. A lot of vinegars. That's a variety of vinegars. <laughs> what are you using mass- all them vinegars for? Yeah. You know, apple cider vinegar, and it's a big one. Uh-huh. Ooh, so yeah, you take chugs. That's the most important. Vi- it, would you? Oh, oh, whoa, we're drawing a line in the sand. That's the <laughs> most important vinegar. Uh, well, this is, I'm like, it's the, I get the hippie vinegar, you know? Uh-huh, uh-huh. So that's the one I use for all the salad dressings and stuff. But obviously, you got to have a balsamic. Right. Mm. I, I think to me, balsamic is. The best, most important vinegar. I don't want to get into fisticuffs with you about it right now, but <laughs> I, I am feel feeling like violent about, about it. I'm feeling a little violent about it. <laughs> you got to have a rice vinegar for your stir fries. Ah, Ooh, that's the, nice. Yeah, that's a good vinegar. <laughs> and then you got a, a, regu- a regular red and a regular red wine and a regular white wine for different salad dressing options. And then you got to have your big thing of cleaning vinegar. Jeez Louise. <laughs> Lord, you that, by the way, is vinegars. more than five vinegars. That's that was like eight six. vinegars. That is an absurd. Absurd amount of vinegars. I feel like I this disagree. is a good intro, though, to Condiment Corner, which I want to start doing Condiment Corner. You guys have been talking about mayo chop on this show for weeks. And so <laughs> You're right. Like, we can sw- talk about it. I do have a quick mayo update <laughs> that we discussed on the Japanese dating sims last week, but I am still so truly disgusted by the fact that Heinz came out with Cadbury cream egg Ugh. mayonnaise. Right. Now, is... Ugh, it's ha- like a chopped episode turned into a product. Right. <laughs> Ugh. Is it like sweet? I believe it's a sweeter. <laughs> I guess it's a sweet mayo. I uh, refuse to buy it, even though they're only selling it for Easter week. But I won't do Jack, it. You it's, gotta get it. I just it. can't. It's a chocolate egg tasting mayonnaise. One of us has to try it, and yeah. you like mayonnaise, right? Yeah. You like you're a mayonnaise fan. You're a, man- Ooh, you're a fanase. Yeah. Oh yeah. <laughs> oh, I'm a fanase. I'm number one fanase. I'm number one fanalo for Barry Manilow, and I'm number one fanase. It's very difficult to be number one on on all these things. By the way, if 2019's Renaissance is 2020 Ooh. Mayonnaise, are you just gonna be your covered slathered <laughs> in mayonnaise, <laughs> walking around with your breasts out, just, just dipped in mayonnaise? It's to fine. Cover I've the got nipple. mayonnaise covering my nipples. Don't worry about it. You can take a picture of me. I think you're gonna have to start talking like that. Though. I refuse to take a picture of you. I refuse. May, it's my mayonnaise. <laughs> I'm not gonna have a mayonnaise because I'm not like- going to shake. I don't want to shake like shake up my mayonnaise regiment. Right. Do you like crab- Cadbury cream eggs, either of you? 
no, I, I I've never been. I, I guess I've never been partial either way. Too gushy. Too too gushy, right? Probably. See, what I would like to do is I would eat off the tip of it and then suck the the oh. cream out of the middle of it, and then sometimes I get my tongue in there like a little ant eater. I'm not making this up. It's a great way to eat a Cadbury cream egg. The the cream is too creamy. I don't yeah. want that. I always thought it was like, when I was a kid, I was always disgusted by the thought of it because I always thought they had real egg in there. Yeah. And I was I like, who that. would eat a chocolate covered real egg with yolks in it. Like a real, it's viscous like a partially, like a soft-boiled egg, you it's know? so gross to me. So I think I've always had a weird relationship with eggs. Like, for the longest time, I could only eat, I still can only eat scrambled eggs, fried eggs over easy, right? And like a s- soft-boiled egg. That's when it's runny in the center, Yeah, those, right? are, those are three of my faves, actually. I don't like hard yolk. I'm Whoa. anti. Yep, laying it down. You know what I mean? That's <laughs> Man, what we're doing these are, today, right? This is hard. These are hard lines we're These cr- are hard lines on today. Molly has too much vinegar. <laughs> Balsamic is by far the best, even though she we disagree on that. Okay, but that's fine. We can disagree on certain things, and we you're can still be friends. You're allowed to, yeah. That's you're what allowed makes America opinions. fucking beautiful. That's we're, true. We're allowed to be completely, vastly different. We have you know to model I mean? that behavior for children. You can have difference of opinion and still love each other. One hundred yes. million thousand percent. Yeah, but also, are y'all beanheads? I'm a jelly beaner. Oh, oh yeah, man. yeah. I love jelly beans. This is the time of year when I get my fucking Starburst jelly beans. I was about yeah. to say Starburst. Starburst jelly beans. You can't go wrong. There's not a bad bean in the box. Yeah, no. I don't. Because because this. <laughs> yes, thank you for saying Starburst. Because the jelly belly ones, like. You don't you know, know what you're gonna exactly. get. Exactly, and the good ones, good jelly bellies are terrific, but like enough of this buttered popcorn bullshit. Nobody actually wants that. And Lexi, you know, right? uh, uh, and even worse than that, Lexi loves the like Harry, Harry Potter, Potter ones, yeah. And they've got like booger no. ones yeah, and no, stuff. Yeah, no, my kids at school so do gross. it, and then they like go over to the trash can and yeah, roll them all it's up. so disgusting. The Bernie no, Bots every flavored beans. No, yeah. thank you. Yeah, I mean, some of them are really delicious, like half of them, and then the other half are foul. Like actual, like I've had one, and I think I can't remember if it was vom, I think it was vomit. Vomit it is disgusting. Yeah, vomit. Oh. There's booger. There's. It's so. It's no. foul. Yeah, no, it no. just give me a bunch of like give me a vat of Dr Pepper Jelly Bellies. Oh man. Ooh. Oh, I'll just slide them down my gullet. Tastes like Dr Pepper. I agree. <laughs> Thank uh, you. To, di- to disagree because I don't agree. Yeah, but do you agree? <laughs> Have you watched the Homecoming trailer yet? Uh-oh. I actually haven't because I feel like it was one of those things where I was like, oh, that's happening. I will definitely be watching that. And then I don't watch the trailer just because if I know in my deep in my heart I'm definitely going to watch it D1, like I just will skip the trailer. But is it like the trailer itself is just amazing? Watch the trailer. So okay. for those of you guys that have not seen or have not been on the internet, Netflix is coming out April 17th. It is a Baychella documentary produced by Beyonce of the behind the scenes footage and the and the setup and the learning of all the dance moves to her historic Coachella performance that she did last year. Yeah. And even just watching the trailer, I like Welled up with inspiration. Yeah. Yeah. Dude, it's insane. I can't wait to watch it. And I don't know how she keeps these things so secret. Like, same with Lemonade and all that shit that, like, she, like, people do not know about it. Now, that's money and power. You know what I mean? Yeah, man, I, I, I can't wait. I bet she's probably, like, secondhand murdered somebody, right? For sure. Ordered the like they somebody right. I mean, I mean how, how could you not if you have that kind of power? That kind of power, come on. 
I don't you, think she has you. the. I don't think she has the time, honestly. Jackie, how many people would you have murdered if you were like Bay level famous? I don't think I. I would only do that if I was a mobster's wife. Here's a better question: How many enemies do you think you currently have? I'm gonna say more than thirty. Really? Interesting. Wow. <laughs> Of people, because I'm a very, I know I'm a divisive person. I know you either love me or you hate me. I'm pretty but, well aware of that. Uh, I think this I, was, there was a whole thing on Twitter about the word nemesis. In order for, for I, I know enemy and nemesis are two different concepts, or two, at least two different words. But, but what I are think the, in order, wait, what's the difference? And I, I mean, I, don't, I guess what, what people were saying about nemesis, and I agree, is that in order for one person to be your nemesis, if, if you, so the other, it has to be a mutual relationship. So if Holden is my nemesis, I have to also be Holden's nemesis. Yes. Otherwise, if, Hol- if I think Holden is my nemesis and Holden never thinks about me, yeah. then I just have a grudge against Holden. Right. Ooh, what would you guys do to each other if you guys were each other's spy nemesis? Spy versus spy. <laughs> oh, I would definitely like get her, because I think the best damage I could do to you is get your like Twitter, Facebook stuff and just post like the most <laughs> racist like anti LGBT <laughs> shit all up on your Twitter status and shit. That would be rough. That would be fucking rough. And yeah. that would so be what I did. And you wouldn't know who did it, right? <laughs> you wouldn't know you who just did said it. Well, it, if you were you my nemesis, I would, would because I'd be like, know. I have my my nemesis. Did. And and the other thing is, you have to be an equal match, right? Yeah. So like, you know, you have to if your nemesis uh, has to be somebody who you kind of admire, I think, because yes. because. You value Otherwise, them. Yes, right. They, they have to be somebody who you feel like you hate them and almost because you know they could put up a good fight against Like you. if they did something mm. stupid, you'd be kind of bummed out. Yeah. Because you'd be like, I thought more of this person. Like, exactly. Because it's easy yeah. to just like hate on somebody who you do have no respect because for. Because it but sounds nemesis, like you have to like respect a nemesis enough I to think that's see right. them as a partner or as that, an equal yeah. at least. I think that that's right. That's kind of how I feel about nemeses. I think everybody I've felt was, I think you've broken my thing a little bit because I think every single person who I've felt is my nemesis doesn't think about Didn't think about you, yeah. And that's what I'm saying with Jackie. Like, I I think that it's, to be a person who maybe some people don't like you is one thing, but if you don't have 30 people who you're thinking about all the time. It's just so funny that to think about what character you are in other people's story yeah, yeah. Oh, yeah. other people's lives terrifying like you i mean you we've talked about this before jackie that jackie used to bully people and like there are some <laughs> people out there where she is a demon uh, from their nightmares people still still probably tell stories about the I have, my, my bully I have, who is jackie. i have openly i have apologized to each and yes. every person that has Good made for you. that, that Which i is got great. amends from almost all of them except for one Except for one. And that one person, though, says that she still hopes every day that I die, that I get hit by a car and that I die. And I'm not going to say, it's like, (laughs) so you definitely have at least one enemy. (laughs) Yeah. Would you call her a nemesis or she's not as powerful as you? No, because I have no ill will towards her whatsoever. I was yeah, a you bad can't have person. a nemesis of somebody you used to bully. Right. Yeah, you're my nemesis. Then <laughs> in that case, she would just still be a bully. Yeah, she'd just still be a bully. <laughs> well, Jackie, that's so interesting because you're not a bully at all now. And no, I, I went to also... years of therapy, years and years of therapy. And that She's... was part of my therapy was apologizing. And I understand I don't deserve their, you know, their, my relinquishment. You know, it's like I get it. Yeah. But also but, wish every day that I got hit by a car. <laughs> <laughs> I was like snapping her bra strap and stuff like that. It wasn't like I was like, right. like, like really truly psychologically tortured. I'm saying that that is, of course, I'm not, I'm not making light of what I did to her. Well, it's 
there's only one person I've ever met besides you, Jackie, who has admitted to being a grown up, like as a grown up has admitted to being a bully in yeah. uh, childhood, which I think is so interesting. And I don't know if it means that more people aren't admitting it or I think a lot of people I hang out with identify as people who were bullied. But of course, people who were bullied often were also bullied themselves. The bullies themselves. One of my yeah. favorite. I'm not like so a, it's good to admit it. I'm not like a huge 30 Rock fan, but one of my favorite episodes is Tina Fey going like. Oh, got to go to my high school reunion, and oh, it was yeah. life in high school was so horrible, and I was so tortured, and you know, so bullied and stuff. And then all the flashbacks and stuff are her just being a complete <laughs> fucking <laughs> asshole yeah. bully bitch yeah. to everybody around her. Um, and I think I have a little bit of a memory of that as well, where yeah. I'll remember, and for sure, I was bullied and was kind of bully too yeah because um, how, what did you do but then look for the person who was slightly lower than you in social status I, right? I have one memory I want to apologize to this one girl for who had a crush on me but of course I hated myself so I like wouldn't have it and she was really cool and she's really cool now and I like see her life and I'm like we, I should have dated she's cool you know what I mean? Yeah. I should have dated her. I was so f- afraid of intimacy and hated myself. And so I just, you know, went after the popular girl that was never act- ever going to date me because that would be safe to yeah. pine over her. And she wrote my name on her shoes. And I, like, chased her around the, the classroom trying to get her shoes from her. And it was so embarrassing for her that day. And I feel so horrible so it was me running trying to get her shoes. Yeah. But so also, that that's like, like that is, that's the middle school equivalent of getting a tattoo of someone's name, though. You can't write it on your shoes. You don't write it on your shoes. That's the next eight months of shoes. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's <laughs> I remember when I wrote shoes. on my Adidas shoes, I wrote SWAC on the back because I, I guess my <laughs> shoes were sealed with a kiss. And my mom was so <laughs> mad at me. She was so mad about defacing my shoes. She's like, you know how much money I spent on these shoes for you to have? And then you write on the same with writing on my hand. She would flip out if I wrote on my hand. What? And now, I remember when I first came home with that too. And I was like, what now, mom? <laughs> Do something about it, mom? <laughs> Every time you smell me. You're so in love with me, it just keeps getting better. I want to spend the rest of my life with Fleur by my side forever and ever. Slap a stunning non-toxic perfume that lists all of their ingredients online on your must-have list. That's why I'm so excited about Fleur. For luxurious perfume that's all about good, clean, fun, try Fleur. P-H-L-U-R. It's the only thing good and clean in my life. Besides my love for craptastic pop country music, that is. First, you get to know each of Fleur's scents with pictures, words, and even playlists on their site. Then you actually try them on your own skin and see how it works for your life. Let's go, girls. Did you know Fleur scents are gender-free so it don't matter what you got in your pants? That could have maybe flowed better. Smelling good shouldn't be genderized. You know, I may have made up the word genderized, and I'm willing to admit that because I am completely transparent, just like Fleur. They tell you what's going down in their perfumes and list every ingredient and why it's already there take a look around blur's got lotions and body wash so you're smelling good all around. Fleur's world-class perfumers are scent artists, and these perfumes are their masterworks. 
Were you bullied a lot as a ch- as a small tiny Molly? As a small tiny Molly, yes, uh, because I was uh, I expressed my gender then as I do now, which is wearing boys' clothes and having short hair. And then I stuffed that all deep inside of myself in sixth grade. Grew my hair out, grew out some bangs. Got some baby tees. No, not baby and, tees. <laughs> and Nobody looks good in baby tees. What's the baby tees? It was 1997. It's just a tight t-shirt, you uh, know. With the really uh, short sleeves. So even if you have absolutely uh, no arm fat, it still puckers underneath the short uh-huh. out sleeve. Yeah, but you know, I was a sixth grader. It was 1997. Baby, baby tees with dragons on them were the uh, the the, the, right. the fashion, and uh, <laughs> <laughs> and so then from about sixth grade on, I made it sixth grade I was friends with actual popular kids and then oh. in seventh grade went to middle school and then made friends with like other you know smart nerdy people and then was kind of just hung with them for the rest of the time and I'm sure that we were total dicks to people who we felt were lower status than us and I'm sure that we felt vaguely persecuted by you know popular kids but I also who did remember- you deem as a lower status than you you know, thinking back on this, it was all so classed. Like, yeah. like I feel like in high school, oh, the like kids who would get kids? made fun of were kids who people would call like dirtbags. You know, which uh, I'm like yeah. so viscerally ashamed that I even had that have that word in my lexicon. Why? Do, well, wait, what's wrong with dirtbag? Uh, like, because like dirt, a bag of dirt. I don't know. I called my goth daddy a dirt wolf the other day, though. So I, I, don't, <laughs> I don't think the dirtbag itself is like a slur or anything. But right. what it meant at my high school was like. Poor. You're poor. Yeah, you're a and poor like, ass fucking uh, uh, stupid ass bitch. I, I, I don't yeah. think I'm. I'm 99 sure I never called anybody like a dirtbag to their face or anything. I'm sure I thought about people, but I went to the elementary school that everybody thought was the dirtbag elementary school, and so I felt like I had some like class solidarity, you know. But it was just a lot of how people would pick on each other was especially in middle school and high school was like so informed by class right like, is somebody is something trashy or not you know like ours was way formed by interest i mean there was a clear like we were the table we were kind of band geek table but sort of like the band but we smoked wait cigarettes. hold it were you in band too no i just hung out with like people who were super into music i mean i was in a band um and wait a second you were in a high school wait wait a second yeah. what kind of band 
Oh, I gotta play some fucking tracks for you guys at some point. Uh, was yeah. It like a, How was long it like... have I known you that I didn't know what kind of what kind of music was it? Like, a, I imagine it was like Jethro Tull, but shitty. Nope, <laughs> nope. It was like Red Hot Chili Peppers, yeah. baby. Yeah. We were funk rock. We thought that Blood Sugar Sex Magic was the greatest album ever written. <laughs> we thought we just wanted to be funky, funky rock and roll, and just wacko, <laughs> just the whitest funk rock bullshit. You know what I mean? It was like. And where we're, there's rap rock going on a lot too, we Ooh, covered a rap rock, will ya? A little bit, yeah, because I would freestyle on the mic while they played their funky jams. Wow, you know what I mean? Oh, yeah, God. and, and I every band in my oh, high school was just a Weezer cover band. Every last one, we except covered, for mine, which was a like real big fish cover band. Basically, I think we did say it ain't so. Yeah. yeah, yeah, real big fish cover oh, yeah. band. That's, were, I was oh, in a ska band. You're in a ska band. Yeah, we, we, we never didn't really know that did many songs. ska. Did you do? Uh, did you co- do a bunch of covers? Or we only we I couldn't write. The thing is, I like music. I like listening to it, and I got I could play trumpet, and I got very good at playing trumpet because I just played ska in my basement <laughs> all the time, and I got and I so I was like good at music, but I've never been able to write a song for the life of me. Interesting. Yet. And and so I think I wrote like one song, here's and the rest song, of our here's songs a song were I just made up. Okay. Tell me something, boy. You didn't make it up. That was, by the way, that was the one scene in the movie where I was like, oh, yeah, that's how songs get written. Yeah, yeah. You know? In a parking lot, just yeah. like, oh, a little ditty just came into my fucking stupid head because I fell Maybe you weren't talented <laughs> enough, Holden. Maybe, Maybe you I about didn't that. have it. That's the problem. When I was in high school, I thought that that's how songs did get written, so I'd be like, it'll just come to me. They, it, they kind <laughs> of do, but you have to be thinking about it. You have to be writing bad songs all day, and then a really good one will will pop in there but you have to like alter your brain in that way like if I'm not thinking about needing to write songs at least even it won't just no, something won't just pop into my head. You know there what I mean? are so many things I wish I could do. Dude, y'all, speaking of music, did you read the story that I sent you about Lil Nas X? Yeah. Yeah, let's talk about Lil, let's Nas, talk about Lil Nas X. So I listened to this Horses song. Horses in the back. Yeah. <laughs> I like it. Let's get a quick rundown for everybody because I was not aware of what was going on with this song. I've it's, been I've been in the dark about honestly, this song. Honestly, it's very important. I wasn't aware either. I just like had heard a, a about it or something and I, I looked it up on Spotify and listened to it. I was like, pretty cool. It's good. It's a good song. It is, yeah. it's, he, he, sung, he sings a song called Old Town Road and immediately became on the top country 100 list on of the Billboard list. And they took it off the list because it said it lacked elements of today's country music in its current version. So which, by the way, it super does not lack uh elements of modern day country music. It, it really doesn't. does sound like a perfect marriage between modern hip hop and modern country not even right. not even old timey country music. It's not even like throwback. It is sounds like a you know, you know, in the nicest way possible because it's not really that's probably one of the only types of music I don't really enjoy that much. But I actually enjoyed this version of it because I it love is this it. cool. Yeah, it's it, this cool marriage of the two, and it also sounds exactly like a trap song. Like yeah. it, it is trap music and country music yeah. incredibly Fused. merged together, yeah. and it's really good. It's good. But what I really love is that. So he's like, okay, all right, sure, sure. It's not country. So he does a remix of the song, brings on Billy Ray Cyrus to do the song with him, and now it's number one on the chart. Because yeah. like, and Billy Ray Cyrus came out with a tweet said it was so obvious to me after. He Hearing the song just one time, I was thinking, what's not country about it? What's the rudimentary element of a country and western song? Then I thought, it's honest, humble, and has an infectious hook. 
and a banjo. What the <laughs> hell more do you need? I know. You know, and a, you know, and he's got a southern accent. He's not t- like he sounds like a country singer, even yeah. as a rapper. Yeah. Like he's got the accent. He's talking. He, he clearly definitely understands like horse maneuvering. <laughs> like you can tell by the wor- the language he's horse using about the horse maneuvering. Yes. Yes. He understands how to sort of. Take them from one place yeah. to another and you keep winny, them alive. You nay, you clip, clop, clip, clop. Right? I but don't right. see. I also know horse maneuvers. Yes. Well, and this is so fucking cool. If you had told me at any time before Friday of last week that I would be like cheering for Billy Ray Cyrus, I would be like, excuse <laughs> right? me. But like, there is, you know, I was like following this and it's so fascinating because of course there's the history of why country music is so segregated that there was like two record labels that were basically segregated like for black country and white country and so the billboard uh, country top whatever 50 is like almost exclusively white people and uh, because it's just always been Historically, there's this reason for it, this this record label segregation. And so for this, you know, black artist to make this country song that also does sound like a rap song, like, uh, and then to get kicked off for it, and then for Billy Ray to be like, you know what? I'll be damned if that's not a country song. And then come on and do like a fucking awesome verse. Like Billy Ray's verse is good. Yeah. And then it's, I'm just also, like. Also, the I'm, music video is really sexy. Oh, too. I gotta watch it. Well, <laughs> and Nas now X I fucking very, love Billy Ray Cyrus. I'm like so baffled. I, yeah. I, I hate Michael Jackson. I love Billy Ray Cyrus. Well, it's opposite day yeah, it's opposite from the day. early 90s. It, it is, actually. It is oh my God, is day. this April Reels Day? No, <laughs> April Reels. <laughs> another week. We gotta wait. We have to wait. Uh, uh, April 19th. I can't wait for April Reels. Uh, what do you, who are. Who do you think you're going to say something real to? Because can't you only say, what were the rules again? Can you only say one? You can say one thing to everyone, right? No, I think it's one thing to one person. One thing to one person. <laughs> yeah, one, one thing, thing to, to one everyone person. is too much. So we, we should probably like film it, Jackie, because I'll be out there and maybe we'll April Reels each other. Or maybe we could April <sighs> Reels your brother. Maybe we'll Ooh, both, yeah, let's, let's not, because we know Henry is not aware too. of April Reels Day, well, so we should attack him with April Reels Day, well, and he's going to be on his honeymoon, so it'll be perfect. Yeah. Just both of you two insulting him yeah. on his honeymoon. We'll hand him the, we'll hand him the, like, hand, plastic hand card. Uh-huh. He'll have no idea what And then he can for. choose whether to slap you or Jackie. <laughs> the two real card. <laughs> and then we'll say our truths to him. And then say, like, if you thought one of those things were too real, you were now allowed to slap one of us with the uh, too real <laughs> With the too real card. <laughs> Ooh, good favorite. segue, though. Too real. Have you guys watched the Lion King trailer that just came out? The teaser Uh-oh. trailer. I had a problem that it wouldn't load on my phone because I was trying to watch on the subway. But I, from what I've – I don't understand the words live action. Um, because it's not because it's CGI. There's no real lions in it. There's no real lions in it. It is still. It's amazing anime. It's amazing CGI though. Like it, it looks beautiful. Yes. Yeah, that is wrong. That's I, I tried to say to you, Molly. No, no, no. You don't get it. It's <laughs> no. But really, if there's no actual human beings in it, it's just computer animated movie. And I, still feel, I feel like an old man on a porch just being like, well, don't call it live action. I just am very, I'm hung up on that, that part makes, of it. It does make no sense. Are the environments real even? I is it like... don't think so. Is it, Jackie, do you know, is it like shot for shot, like original See, Lion this King? is the whole thing, is watching it, it seems like it's going to be shot for shot. And why? Why, yeah. do, why do it again? I actually, controversial opinion here, I don't understand. And also, they even have James Earl Jones again is Mufasa. So huh. why do like it ain't broke, man? It's a, it's a classic movie. Why put 
all of this, I mean, amazing effort into it. I'm not saying that it's like, it is definitely going to be beautiful, but why? It's so and strange. Cool, cool list of actors, like very exciting and cool list of actors. But this is what they're doing with everything from the 90s, aren't yeah. they? Like, none of it's broke, but they're all, Aladdin ain't broke, and now they're breaking it, you know? Yeah. Like, they just, and I and I think Lion King looks like it will be But good. Aladdin will actually be, you're right, that it's, I'm, my mind is a little blown right now, because, like, if it gets nominated for an Oscar, are we all just going to pretend it's not an animated movie? Because it's definitely animated. It's just animated by computers. Right. Instead of by you know, um, uh, Korean slave children. You know what I mean? <laughs> yeah, uh, I don't and, really and understand how this works rooms. when it comes to like that movie kind of thing. Like, I just, I don't, I don't get it. Yeah, yeah, I that don't... is so weird. And they're redoing. I don't know. It just, it's as because we are of this generation where the nostalgia is for the stuff that when we were kids, like. I, I, I know that this is how it works. Like, I know that in the 70s there was nostalgia for the 50s, and that's Greece, right? And I know that in the yeah. 90s there was nostalgia for the 70s, and that's that 70s show. And, like, all, but, like, we are in that now so that all of the shit, Dumbo, Aladdin, Lion King, Full House, all of this shit is Also, now, I'm sorry, I refuse to watch Dumbo. I won't see it. I won't Nobody wants, no, everybody our age is still upset about Dumbo yeah. because it's so sad. We don't need a second reminder. Nobody and and Elephants it. on Parade, which is one of my favorite things to watch while very high. Right. Uh, Elephants on parade, here they come. Oh, it's yeah. so, so creepy. Good. Yeah, I love that. Elephants, <laughs> boom, boom. The elephants, boom, boom. Do you still <laughs> do this? Is it here I love to sabotage a group of friends on like a late evening after we've been drinking and smoking a bunch of weed and I'll just put on Elephants on Parade. Everyone's like, why are you doing this? Why would you do it? Because Dumbo is totally, I believe, on Netflix. Well, maybe it's not anymore because I think Disney's like shifting all their shit around. But I enjoyed Beauty and the Beast live action. I didn't see it, but that I would. I, I was excited for it. I'm, I will, like, at some point I'll see it and enjoy it. I'm sure I'll enjoy The Lion King. I don't know why I'm cranky about it or if I'm even cranky about I it. I wasn't cranky. cranky about it until you brought up this. I don't know why, <laughs> But now I'm mad. Like, you're right. They're not. Every other one makes a little bit more sense because it's actual human people performing the roles. Right. right? And if yeah. they somehow did a cool, weird version where it was actual human people like being these characters. Like the Broadway show. Which like is, the Broadway guess, show. Right? Kind of. But maybe even even more so. Human. Or like what yeah. they're about like, to do with The Little Mermaid, too, because they're yeah. doing like an actual live show at the Hollywood Bowl and they're recording it. But we'll oh. get into that in just a second. I'm sorry. Please continue Oh, I thought. can see Amy Adams crushing it No, it's, it's Leah Michelle. Leah Michelle? She's from Glee. She's like the main girl from Glee, and she got Ariel's position. But as we all have talked about, Lilo in the past has been oh, gunning for the role of Ariel in the live-action Oh. film of The Little Mermaid and obviously she's been pushing for this for a while before they even released that they were working on it and she just wanted to do it she's like I think it would be great I would be Ariel no. and then uh, Meryl Streep would be Ursula no and the, 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 this is like La La Land like the, the, thank God <laughs> that in the latest versions of the live musicals they've done like Jesus Christ Superstar which everyone remembers from last year that I was totally obsessed with you have to cast people who can sing yes and what I what the thing yes. about Lion King that does look very exciting to me is that the cast looks fucking awesome. And like the little boy who's playing Simba is like he sounds like Michael Jack like young Michael Jackson. He has like an incredible voice. Right. And yeah. like obviously Donald Glover rules and like all these like so I think that the cast of uh of Lion King makes sense to be very, very excited about. Uh 
But like, thank God they're not just casting famous people with red hair, and they're actually casting people who can sing. Because that's why do musicals, you gotta get people who can sing and dance. Yeah, 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 because she does really have it. And you know, one of the things I didn't like about Beauty and the Beast was I did wish that they actually had just gotten a voice to sing yes. for Emma Watson when she was singing. Oh, like, was she, she not did, good? She did a fine job. Everyone does a fine job. Like, no one's going to be, like, off-key in the fucking, you know, Disney movie. Like, there's no <laughs> way it's going to happen, right? But there's just, like, a... Uh, it's not the same thing as having somebody who can really sing. That, yeah, yeah, you're not going to be, like, brought to tears by Emma Watson's, like, you know what I mean? Right, Singing right. performance. But you could be if it was somebody just with that powerful, you know, raw voice that that you can have in some of those numbers. It shows a lack of respect for musicals yeah. because yeah. to be like let's just get an actor and yeah. teach them how to sing and dance, which is what I still haven't seen La La Land on a principle. Like and I I'm, and you've got a La La Lover over here. We got yeah. La La Lover in the I'm house. La La Land. Well, first of all, it might like, be totally fine. I'm just pissy. You about know what? It. I don't even know necessarily that it is, but <laughs> I love it because I love the weird specific genre of modern day Stories, but like they jump into old timey musical throwback numbers. Like I love Everyone Says I Love You, which is a Woody Allen film. I've I love uh, Dancer in the Dark. Mm-hmm. All this specific genre, I'm already like I'm in. Yeah. I love it. I just yeah. can't get enough of it. It's always magical to me. Uh, and then also like I am like l- like not even low key, like high key kind of uh, crushing on Emma Stone. Yeah, she's sort mm-hmm. of my Hollywood like. Yeah, 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 yeah. Whenever yeah. I see her, I'm just like, oh, 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 oh. yeah. You, get, you slap it a hachi matchy on it. Matchy, yeah. She's a she's a hachi. And I want to be. Ryan, what's his name? Gosling is also a hachi. Oh, he's, he's a, a hachi. And they have great chemistry always. Yeah. You know, I, I'll bet that it's totally fine. It's mm. just that the tap dance lover <laughs> in me is like, yeah. cast it fucking tap dancer yeah. if you're gonna do a musical totally. about dancing and yeah, same with singing, you know. And, and also the problem with that musical. La La Land is it like ceases to be a musical for like a giant swath of the film. Yeah. And then it like becomes a musical again. And I definitely have my problems with that movie, but I'll still like late at night, no one else is around. <laughs> you know what I mean? A shame, shame watch it. You uh, know, to, to no, uh, we are in, no, we are at a time. We're not, we don't have to shame. We don't have guilty no. pleasures anymore. It's your pleasure. Yeah. That's and that's a fine okay. Pleasure. I know. And I'm ashamed of my pleasure. <laughs> yeah, embrace, yeah, me too. Embrace your pleasure, but might I recommend my late night pleasures, which is just you know random deep dives into Gene Kelly tap dancing movies. Yeah, oh, I thought you were gonna say love... crying after masturbating. <laughs> you know, that's my oh man, is that my shame pleasure? You know, you just cry and cry and cry about the animal instincts that live inside of us. I love old musicals, mm-hmm. and I love. I saw like Thanksgiving Day after we got hammered doing the stream of the I kind of remember that. Yeah. Uh, Lexi took a nap and I couldn't really sleep, so I put on White Christmas. Uh huh. Is a good one. Has some really great dancing numbers. Mm-hmm. Why can't we have this again? What's happened? You're right. I'm damn it, <laughs> Jackie. And I blame you a little bit. I blame you a little bit. Damn it. Why? Why can't? What? Where did all? Where did they all go? Could you imagine Gene Kelly would? Vomit at the sight of the current state of musicals. Ryan Gosling tap dancing. Even, Ryan Gosling tap dancing. Frank Sinatra looked like a douchebag tap dancing and next a, to Gene Kelly, and he could tap dance. And a not real computer generated lion fucking tap dance. You know what I mean? Like, 
Yeah. Just all of it's weird and wrong. Yeah. I bet you that there's going to be a resurgence of it, though, because it's like even like uh, the director, Ari Aster, Ari Aster, I think that's how you say it. The dude that did Hereditary in Midsummer, like Midsummer that's coming out Uh this year, which looks sick as fuck. But he wants to get into he's like, that's it. He said that's going to be his last horror movie. And then he wants to move into he wants to do every genre of music. He's like, I definitely want to tackle big musical, which if someone with that kind of like eye for detail wants to make a movie like that, I'm all in, dude. With those big numbers. Yeah. With all the, like, the cadre of people, and it's this whole, and I get why they don't, I mean, it's probably gotta be so difficult to pull off, right? But just well, I think like, it's just the changing of it. Honestly, it harkens back to the uh, the Beyonce Beachella performance that's being uh, that the documentary is coming out about, where it's like she had a she had over a hundred right. performers on stage. Yeah, the amount of on one stage doing a live show. Yeah, that I think that the our idea of musicals are just changing over time. Where it's like if that is what our modern day musical is. I'm all aboard. Get him in. Get all these pop stars in who know how to dance. A Lady Gaga musical, like a true musical, would be unbelievable. A a Beyonce-helmed musical would be amazing. Like they at the beginning of the Grammys this year, they did Havana, and they like staged it like a musical. Like they had like a little apartment that she Uh was kind of like going in and out of Uh, different apartments. uh, What's her name again? Um, Camila Cabello. Yeah, 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 yeah. Camila Cabello. Hottie, she's so hot. I saw her live. I saw her open for Taylor Swift. Oh, how was she? Oh, I'll bet she was was amazing. And she got on the piano at one point, this giant, beautiful grand piano, and sang, um, oh, what's the name of that song? That album is track for track. Really good, by really? It's really oh, good. Oh, yeah. yeah. I, Havana's like my least favorite song on the album. Really? Although oh, that yeah. is a great song, it's though. A, it's a I song. love that song. But the, but the Grammys opening number was, I was like geeking out on it because it was like it was staged it was choreographed like a musical opening number where like they had a little set and then they had all these dancers come out and like you know fucking 50 backup dancers up there all uh and and I was like, I love choreography. So good. You know, yeah. it just is so, and like that was what was fun about Alicia Keys hosting the Grammys to me too when she was playing both pianos. I just feel like there's like a, there's so much like, I know not everybody loves Alicia Keys, but <laughs> <laughs> maybe I should have left that part I, out. I do. Oh, I'm sorry, I just like started getting all sleepy when you mentioned Alicia Keys. <laughs> wait, wait, you don't play pianos, wait, Why don't you them? like Alicia Keys? What's the she problem with Alicia Keys? Pianos. By the way, playing two pianos is the same as playing one piano. It is. It's the same it's thing. Both, yeah, but it's still both hands. You're just doing this stretching. You're literally just doing this instead of this. All right, that Have might you be ever true. done it? <laughs> Have you ever done it? She's playing with her fucking feet or pussy or something. I'd feel completely different. I'm like, oh my God. She's I guess that's true. Piano players know how to play with both hands. Okay. All right, I take it She's back. playing that piano with both of her hands. But my, I think that's great. Oh, Mr. Carter, I'm so happy I could cheat. I've never seen Welcome Back, Cotter, so why do I say, oh, Mr. Cotter, so often? To be like John Tra, you gotta act and live like John Tra, which is also why I started buying my home goods from Snow. Snow makes luxury essentials for every room in your home, minus the markup. I wanna live in the bed of luxury, Mr. Carter. And me feels like me is, especially when I wake up from my princess naps on Snow's incredibly soft, award-winning sheets and fluffy duvets, or when I'm infa-swaddled up in their luxurious airspun cotton towels and robes. If lady ain't swaddled, lady likes to scream. But I won't scream, because Snow partners directly with master craftsmen to create beautiful, simple products that are 
made to last. And don't you worry, I'll put a good amount of rug and tub into my sheets and these ain't fixing to fall apart. They also have super durable dishwasher safe porcelain dinnerware and wine glasses with titanium in four stems, which I need in my life to keep me from break slamming my wine glasses down and screaming, is this what you want, Mr. Carter? Difficult to break this dishware through my Jantra-inspired fits. That's exactly what I need. Snow has received rave reviews from Vogue, Fast Company, Apartment Therapy, and more. It's the home collection of your dreams priced for your reality. Even if your reality is trying to pretend you're a character of which you know nothing about by a man whom is forced to live in a mental cage, scared of his own sexuality because of his cult. We still need night things. And right now, Snow is offering our listeners $30 off your first purchase of $150 or more when you go to snowhome.com slash page seven. That's S-N-O-W-E home.com slash page seven to get $30 off your first order. Again, visit snowhome.com slash page seven for your special offer. Here's the mail, it never fails. It makes me want to wag my tail. When it comes, I want to wail. Mail! Everybody loves getting mail and packages, but no one loves the devastation of buying 13 dresses for an event and having none of them fit. Yeah, I've been crying about the shape of my body, but I haven't been crying about having to return my packages. It's such a hassle to schlep to the post office, and that's why here at LPN, we use Stamps.com. Stamps.com brings all the amazing services of the U.S. Postal Service right to your computer. So I can cry and hide in the dark in a bathrobe whilst eating multiple bagels, because what does it matter that none of them fit? But I can use my computer to print a U.S. postage 24-7 for any letter, any package, any class of mail, anywhere I want to send it. Once my mail is ready, I just hand it to my mail carrier or drop it in a mailbox. It's that simple. So much simpler than relying on any dresses bought on the internet. Who is shaped like that? I won't apologize for having breasts and a stomach I would like to cover, but maybe if I apologize one of these dresses would fit? I'm sorry. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. Whether you're a small office sending invoices, an online seller shipping out products, or even a poor chubster weeping into barrels of tool, Stamps.com can handle it all with ease. With Stamps.com, you get five cents off every first class stamp and up to 40% off priority mail. Not to mention it's a fraction of the cost of those expensive postage meters, which I definitely needed. I needed the percentages off since I had to pay the postage to ship my dang dresses back. So not only do I have to be discouraged by my body, I also have to pay extra for it. I apologize. I'll be fine. The wound is just still fresh. Stamps.com is a no-brainer, though. Saving you time and money. It's no wonder over 700,000 small businesses already use Stamps.com. Honestly, really saved my butt this week. Thank you, Stamps.com, for making the process of dress buying easier. Can Stamps.com try on the dresses for me as well? You know what? I bet it would. I should have just asked. Right now, our listeners get a special offer that includes a four-week trial plus free postage and a digital scale without any long-term commitment. Just go to Stamps.com, click on the microphone at the top of the homepage, and type in page 7. That's Stamps.com, enter page 7. 
my point is the more like cool musical skill shit that people do on stage is like I I love when I love like the Grammys for that like the live performance yes. aspect of it yes. and the choreography and the showmanship and all that and uh yeah and I feel like we should have more of that because people have all these cool ass talents yeah and so that's also another reason why I'm a little like the Lion King is cool because it's gonna be all this amazing singing uh and the singers will you know the voice actors will be really exciting but I I feel like um yeah I don't know I guess I like choreography I like the live shit you know yeah yeah for sure for sure I completely 100% agree and I you know uh, yeah, it is a sad state of affairs where we're at with musicals, that even La La Land is the big musical of the time, right? And even I, as a La La Land defender, uh, uh, do uh, feel that it is not, you know, that's not where musicals could be in this yeah. in this country. Mm -hmm. Damn it, Jackie, I blame you still a little bit for that. No, it's coming back. It's coming back. That's why we have to write an LPN musical. Yes. <laughs> who What's moves the, the microphones? That's what it's going to be called. <laughs> who moves the microphones? Who moves the microphones? Who moves the microphones? Why doesn't this work? Why doesn't this work? And then it'll be that kind of just rage musical. <laughs> Every oh. time I come and the microphones are different. <laughs> <laughs> um, yeah, what happens in that musical besides just complaining about tiny... Uh, Annoying. It things. could be like that scene in Bye Bye Birdie when they're all calling each other and they're like telephone telephone hour. I think is the name of the song, and they're all calling each other, talking about did you get pinned? You know, did you really get pinned? This right. would be like you know the seventies, like Brady Bunch style, like nine different squares of different Ooh, people in the LPN yeah. network calling each other, like did you move the mic? Like, <laughs> <laughs> make it research pace. Mary's in the center. You gotta make it to research pace. <laughs> if you're learning about something interesting and the listener. Laughs while they're learning. Although, just think of how big the musical, the closing musical number with all of us in it, just called like Megustalations. <laughs> Wouldn't that be awesome? Megustalations. Oh, it's a big like, yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. Who dies? Who, <laughs> One day who dies? Style. Who dies in the musical? I mean, we all know who dies. He already died. Thanks oh, for bringing right. it up, Sorry, Jeez, Louise. He's going to fly overhead. The peregrine falcon of Kevin Barnett will fly overhead. <laughs> Where are we going to get a black guy, though? We we lost the only one we <laughs> No, no, he'll be represented by a falcon. <laughs> It'll be like Abe Lincoln's ghost that comes over every time there's a silence in the room. I want Molly to be played by, like, a super ripped dude. Like, just a jacked, like, fucking, fucking, like... Pilot dude, you know, like a guy in the army. No, man, I'm gonna play myself, but I have to do like how Christian Bale loses all of his weight or gains all of his weight. I just need to go in into an intense tap dancing training program and before the musical is filmed because that's what I've always wanted to do with my life anyway. Oh my and god, this will be my chance. And we can record it, we'll make a montage. Yeah, That'd be amazing. That, that, right, and then we'll release it like Beyonce re releasing the Coachella behind the scenes. Yeah, hush, hush, and then boom, boom, right? Yeah. <laughs> I would definitely be ha played by Taylor Swift. We can get her. Which would be amazing. Of course oh, we can yeah. get her. It's a big, it's the musical of the fucking century. <laughs> it would be great if you, if you plastered a beard on her, though, and just made her go, uh -huh. <laughs> 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 those are her only line she never sang. Lexi will be played by Emma Stone. Uh, Taylor Swift will play me. Who will play Jackie? Some who's, who's the most, like, monstrous good singer you've ever met? You know what I mean? Uh -huh. Like a real monster Ooh. person. <laughs> Ooh, Jackie's a monster. Right <laughs> <laughs> a monster person, eh? <laughs> 
I get it. Honestly, if I could just have the likeness, if we could just have a mirage of actual Ursula yeah. singing for me, I would that be completely would be awesome. into and, and Ursula as Jackie Zabrowski. All right, <laughs> <laughs> hey, I'm right on she talk. I'm talking Taylor like, Swift as Holden McGee, Molly Neffel as herself, and hologram Ursula as Jackie Zabrowski. <laughs> Oh yeah! I'm in. Let's all right. Let's start I'm a all about it. <laughs> Most all of our money it. will go to be getting Taylor Swift, who will not sing and only scream. But I think that'll be <laughs> worth our time. Well, I think that guys. I know that we're having fun talking about our musical, but it's time for the list. I can't believe oh, it. Who's yeah. on, on the list? Jackie, gotta have that list. Celebrities who had weird jobs before they were famous. Uh oh. This is a fun one. I hope that there are some servers in there and waiters. I'm worried that this is too fun. Too fun? I think it's gonna be too fun. Oh, is it too? Well, I definitely found one because they were ones that have like it's like she worked at a Dairy Queen. It's like that's not that's not a weird job. That's just a job. But did you know the number one, Christopher Walken? Tamed lions. That's fun. He worked in a circus. He was the assistant lion tamer in a traveling tent uh, because he was uh, essentially playing the tamer's son. Walken's lion was called Sheba, and Walken says she was like a dog, really. Like a dog. How do you do it? Like a dog. Really? <laughs> like a dog. Can you like picture dog, Christopher baby. Walken taming a lion like, oh, okay. Calm down. No, no, no. Actually, he does have such a kind of a soothing voice, though. Yeah, like. he might be good at it. Also, hey. I did the thing with the kind of thing that I said I. <laughs> oh no! Is it now? Are you now realizing how often you do I it? I do it all. I've the time. I've been thinking about that since last week too. I'm sure I do it all the fucking time. It's Especially, kind of a, you know, yeah. it's a way to. I was thinking about this. It's a way to make it sound like you're not trying to be a super authoritative dick, though. Exactly. If I'm, if I'm trying to explain something about politics or something, I'm like, well, I think it's kind of. It's a way of like trying to ease in, ease in, into you know? it. Well, I think it's kind of like you're being like racist. <laughs> yeah, ease into it, <laughs> racist. That's that's how I use it most often. Uh, kind of, um, that's the best like racist thing I've ever heard in my entire life. <laughs> I kind of need you to not talk to me anymore. <laughs> <laughs> well, maybe Danny DeVito kind of was like, well, kind of like you're dead. Oh God, that's that was a bad intro. <laughs> Danny DeVito style. Take dead it back, Jay. He styled dead people's hair. Oh, he styled people's. Dead people. Dead people. Dead people. He was a he was a dead person's I don't know, is that a mortician's hairstylist? Mortician's hairstylist sounds like he's styling the hair of the mortician. <laughs> <laughs> See, that is a very important job. Because if the mortician doesn't look good, how do you trust him to style your dead ones? I thought it was an all in one deal with the mortician. Like you need a separate hairstylist. Do you also need like a Manny Petty person as well? Yeah, I, don't I thought understand. the mortician did all of it. Did yeah. the makeup and the hair and everything. I get I, I I don't really know the difference at all that stuff. All I know is that when I die, if I mean I definitely want to be like, you know, burned to a crisp and shot out of a cannon. But also it would be fun to have really like the long fake nails I'm always too scared to get, you know? Right. Uh-huh. Would be fun. Yeah, That's I want crazy. the spiky ones. I want the <laughs> scary use, ones. I only see people trying to use their phone with those nails, and I'm just like, why would you put yourself through this life like this? Clickety-clack. Clickety-clack. Can't I love the back. clickety-clack. <laughs> I've always wanted the clickety-clack. No. I'm too scared of the commitment. Don't get the click-clack. Clack-clack-clack-clack-clack. Don't do it. Clack-clack-clack-clack. Don't do it. Get I your... think they, just, they get used to using their, their finger pads. I always wanted to get teeth extensions. Oh. Just Ooh. super long. Just I want to be able to bite down like this. Like they come out of your mouth like a walrus? Like a saber-toothed tiger? <laughs> no, just super long, tall teeth. You know oh. what I mean? Close your mouth. You- it, w- it would be, I would be like, 
It would be very difficult for you to continue yes. on with your radio career, I believe. Yeah, that would be tough, but then I, I, would, <laughs> I, would, I, would, but I would get to refer to myself as the Grinning Man, which is always a fun situation. Oh, I don't like the Grinning Man. I also don't like the idea that Victoria Beckham used to dress up as a sperm. For what? In her early days, Victoria Posh Beckham <laughs> dressed up as a sperm on roller skates for a BBC sexual education show called Body Matters. I was a balloon salesman on roller skates briefly, so that's something that her and I kind of have in common. Squeeze me? <laughs> For a summer, I sold balloons on roller skates at parades and stuff, like mylar, expensive mylar balloons. Okay. It was a wonderful job. It sounds that's like fun. you were one of those people that was selling, what is, what's the drug that comes in the, in the in the balloons that you suck out? Not helium, <laughs> but it's like a different drug that makes you like, hi, hi. Uh, nitrous. Nitrous. I think that that's more of what you're doing. <laughs> I, dude, there was a crazy, I think it was like a Black Keys concert or something. I came out of Terminal 5 and there was a dude at every single street corner. They had like this organized situation where you could just slam a bunch of nitrous balloons. Like they all had tanks with balloons and they were literally like coordinating it like, cops are coming, go, go, go. And they would just run to the next block and keep selling them. And it was they were doing it outside of the Ween co uh, concert. How <laughs> and people were literally just like on the concrete, like screaming with laughter and like <laughs> out of their minds. That just is like a whippet. Yeah, it's like a whippet. Yeah. Just give everybody a whipped cream can. But the, ah, when you get the balloon, I don't know. I've never done the balloon. I've only Sucking done the whipped cream the can. I definitely did the whipped cream can though. We couldn't get beer that night in high school or whatever, and be like, "Fuck, it, let's go to the Walmart." And we just like get a bunch of whipped cream. That's cans. everyone I know who's ever done whippets too. Is like, I guess I gotta do whippets. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. Do it no, any other way. No, it's no one's first choice to do it. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah, it's definitely not your first decision. You're just like, like, are you sure you can't get your brother? Nah, man, he's out of town on a fucking <laughs> canoeing trip vacation. You know it's what I mean? Same as like anyone that chooses to uh, to smoke weed with knife hits, you know. It's yeah. like that's, a, that's a, like that is a last resort. Knife if you don't gravity. have an apple, if you don't have anything else, you you take knife hits. Gravity the Minnesota bones. version of that is that. Uh, you know they don't. They still have all these blue laws. I think they may have just changed it, but it's that you can't. That you can only get any beer at liquor stores. Everything is a liquor store. Nothing at the grocery store. And the liquor stores close at eight on weeknights and ten on weekends, Ooh. and they're closed on Sunday. And so it leaves a lot of people high and dry. And yeah. the the desperate Minnesota version: either you got to drive if you're in the Twin Cities, drive twenty minutes over to Hudson, Wisconsin, or try to get drunk off a of three two, which I've never done. But three two is the like near beer, like three point two percent. You know. Right Regular beer is like 5%. Oh, God. I've never so, heard of this. What is that? 3-2 is like they sell at the grocery store in Minnesota. They they, they don't sell real beer, but they sell, you, you'll see a 12-pack of Budweiser, and you're like, is this beer? It is 3.2% Budweiser. So you have to drink an immense Twice as much. <laughs> amount of them. Whoa. Yeah, I feel like it would just end up puking way yeah. before I would get drunk. That would just get me. I think ugh. that the consensus that I heard was that it's actually impossible to, to, to get drunk on 3-2 because you can't drink it fast enough. Right. You can't get it in there but I never tried but that but, was what people would who were really if it was like 11 o'clock at night and you needed beer you could try to get some 3-2 yeah. and it was not the problem is that the people who need beer at 11 o'clock at night are already their, their tolerance is already so high yeah, yeah right so I think a lot of people would do, already be drunk and then go get 3-2 and it's like well now at least you're like tasting beer but you're drinking yeah. but you're essentially drinking non-alcoholic beer yeah. at that point you know Oof. 
I mean, as someone landing. that usually drinks Coors Light, I'm not usually drinking it to taste the beer. You right. know what I mean? Right. I just yeah. want a watery drunk. Right. Right. How much watery drunk days did Whoopi Goldberg have when she was doing makeup on corpses? Apparently, corpses. Wow, yeah. it's the corpses again. <laughs> it's a double corpse list. And again, separately doing makeup, not the mortician. I don't get it. I think this is garbage bullshit. And also, two real characters, Danny DeVito and Whoopi Goldberg. And this sounds like a movie pitch, you know, yeah. these two, those two working in a fucking mortician's lab together. I would love that. My and Girl the, and 3, the, the yuck stops here. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but it's Y-U-C-K, you get it? Like, it's like a yucky corpse. I don't know. <laughs> Is that fine? Gina Davis posed as a mannequin. Is it yes. that fun? What? She, is that it that fun? That's not a real job. <laughs> no, she she literally was a real life version of the the movie The Mannequin. That's yeah, not she, a real job. She's a what? She came to life. She was <laughs> she a mannequin. Posed, she was made she of, poses of a mannequin in storefront windows alongside actual mannequins. Why? Somebody saw me do that, and then he stopped to see what was go- now going to happen. But I just froze. I don't know. I just had an uncanny ability to be still. Is None what of these said. are jobs. Dan- these are all fucking actors who are like, oh, I did something interesting once. I'll say it was a job. Yeah. But this is people. I'd rather have whoever worked at the Dairy Queen be like, I had a job before right. I became an actor. This like, I stood in a fucking storefront. I'm sorry, that's not a job. I think all of these situations are horny weirdo dudes that are just like, oh, inventing jobs. Like, oh yeah, I need a separate person to do makeup on this corpse because <laughs> I can't do it myself. Like, I can totally do this, but I'm yeah. But it's a, cute. actually, you guys are completely right because one of these says Helen Mirren was a carny, but she wasn't a carny. She worked at an amusement park to like as a barker trying to get people to ride rides. That doesn't make you a carny. Not that does a carny. not make you a carny, but that does remind me of one of my favorite like sleeper movies that I think everyone should enjoy, and it's called Adventureland. Have you guys seen Ooh, it? Ooh, that's a that's a good fun one. I fucking love Adventureland. That it the is one such with a Jesse Yeah, Eisenberg. Uh, Jesse and Twilight Princess. Yes. Kristen Stewart. Kristen Stewart. Kristen Stewart, and it's just this awesome summer fucking movie. Like it's just like if you had like an awesome summer day, you were like out at the park and you know whatever and it's nighttime now and you just want that summer vibe movie, that perfect just like fun, no no stakes are too high. It's just a good ass time. Boom, Adventureland, throw it in. You'll be so happy you did, and you'll thank me later. And that is the conclusion of Holden's hit movies for the summer recommendations. Ooh, that's a good endorsement, Holden. Extreme it's many years edition. old, yes. Yeah, that, <laughs> is, that is a hit. It's a hit hot tip. It's just one of those. It's like Dazed and Confused. It's just like, man, do you just want to kick back and just feel it and just be happy about a summer time as a kid? Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Yeah. That summer right before college, you have to take this crappy job, and then you fucking find the girl. But she's fucking some other guy. Not that Gina Davis would understand because she's busy going into f- storefront windows pretending like she needs a job standing and posing as a mannequin. You know, it's one of those where I just, again, I feel like she, somebody was just like, you are very attractive and incredibly charming. I would like to keep you around. Stand oh, there's here. a new job now exists. I, just I want it out of my to ass. stand here for <laughs> stand me, here girl. And, uh, freeze. and by the way, if your skill is standing still really well, I just don't think you're going to be very fun at parties. You know what I, I mean? wish. I wish I could. I can't stand still. I'm a swayer. I'm a bit yeah. of a swayzy. I got the. Over I got the, the. jumpy knees for sure. Oh, all you the time. do. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> That's you just like jumping over the table right now. <laughs> uh, yeah, a bit of a jump knee. I think that's the end of our list. That you know, a lot of them they're fun. 
but I don't think that these are very weird. They're not very weird jobs. And I think it's like, I mean, Cindy Crawford shucked corn. But the, the only thing that I like about this is that she, she said when she was growing up, she referred to it as hot. Dirty work. <laughs> ah, gee, I mean, I'd watch her shuck corn any uh, day of the week. God. That's like the Rachel Ray video, her shucking corn, and they turned into a gif of her jerking off the corn. <laughs> oh yeah, it's it's definitely it's a, it's a J bone. It's a bit of a J bone gif we got there. Thank you guys so much for joining us today and 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 pouring your ears out for us. Holden McNeely, the creator, the lover in Wizard and the Bruiser. Would you yeah. say that you were the lover of the Wizard and the Bruiser? I'm say I'm a bit of the lover end, right? But don't don't uh don't you give me your heart, man, because I might fucking steal it. Whoa! At Jackie's wedding, I'm gonna give a toast, and I'm so glad that she's not marrying Holden. Yeah, That's yeah, yeah. That, there man. you go. Everybody was afraid she was going to fucking marry Holden, <laughs> but, but she never did. Happen. She never gave in to her heart's desire. To her heart's purest desire. Yuck. Okay. But in order for us to get to this point. Jackie's got to get married, and I don't know what's going on. Let's put the pressure on Facebook. This wow. is good. I think this Let is really Jackie good. Know. This is exactly Courtney what my Dan mom is begging for. Over there if you want Jackie, if you think Jackie should be married at this point in her life, can you <laughs> please PM her and just say you should be wed? Yeah, uh, I should be wed, and then please tell me what a failure I am because I'm not married yet. Because, I, you know, it's like I don't think about it. You know, yeah. it's not in there, and it's not the it's not the first thing my mother brings up every time we have a phone conversation. <laughs> so I think I need to hear it more. And she needs I it from appreciate y'all help <laughs> for making me feel like this. <laughs> you guys wait. I'm gonna be married by next week. Like, it oh, you want to so marry? Yeah, you're married. <laughs> married. You don't fucking get married. <laughs> All right. And Molly, thank you so much, beautiful Molly Neville. Thank you, Jackie. I I, I love screaming with you. Yes, this was a good. <laughs> today. My name is Jackie Zabrowski. You follow me on Instagram at Jack That Worm. And we got goobles and gobbles. If you want more, you can head on over to our Patreon page. It's patreon.com slash page seven podcast. We got turkeys on there. There's not one turkey. There's not a single turkey on there. But we do fun things and you should check it out. We love you. And hey, we'll talk to you next week. Bye. 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 This show is made possible by listeners like you. Thanks to our ad sponsors. You can support our shows by supporting them. For more shows like the one you just listened to, go to lastpodcastnetwork.com. Everybody in your crew identifies as either Big Mac Burger, McNuggets, or McCrispy Sandwich. But you're the filet fish Sandwich all day. That crispy fish, that savory tartar sauce, that melty cheese, that pillowy bun. Yeah, you get it. Every time. And if you love the filet of fish right now you can catch two of the classics you love for just $6. Limited time only. Price and participation may vary. Cannot be combined with any other offer. Single item at regular price. Ba-da-ba-ba-ba. Sofas, recliners, love seats. Everything is better in leather. Discover the new leather collection at Ashley, where bold meets durable. And... Wait a minute. Who's been finger painting on the couch again? That's okay. Leather is easy to clean. The new leather collection at Ashley is built with the durability you need for the whole family. Yes, pets too. Luxury is meant to be livable. Shop chairs starting at $499.99 and sofas at $599.99. Ashley, for the love of home.